I'm here today <laughs> with my boss, Mary. Hi, Neil. Who's always questioning whether I have what it takes to run a podcast. <laughs> now that we've done two, I don't know that it's always, but I have no doubt. I have no doubt that you can do it. It's, it's clear that first one was so much fun and I'm excited to hear about the stories you're bringing back for episode two. Yeah, we've got had a lot of positive response on the first one and make sure if you're listening that you subscribe so you keep up with all of our all of our shenanigans here. Yes, the, and we'd Whatcom love County comments Library. too. You know, any feedback or comments would be yeah. great. Yeah. But here we are rolling into our second episode, mm -hmm. and it's a real episode. The first one was an introductory episode, but... Yeah, so is this technically episode one then? I could have called the other one episode zero. People do that. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I think it, I think that diminishes its importance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're blazing your own trail here, you know, Neil. Right. So second episode, and... We're coming into June, which of course is the start of summer reading. Oh yes, everyone's favorite. Everyone's right? favorite. It's yeah. three months worth of intensive. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's intensive. Okay. I think it's fun, but it's fun, but <laughs> intense fun. I mean, there's so many things to do. Right. Well, and and I think summer reading started right initially way back as a way to keep kids reading when they were out of school, but now summer reading is for all ages, and it's joyful and it's about getting people to to read books and share books and talk about books and have experiences that they can they can record and remember i mean it's it is so much fun and we have so many wonderful things and you're going to hear up. about these if you stay tuned to this episode you're going to hear about so many ways that our youth services department has devised to keep kids engaged and interested in reading yeah, kids and teens and, and adults. Teens and yeah. adults, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's that's all in there. So I interviewed Tom Barthelmus, who is the youth services manager. Oh, he will have some great information to share about summer reading. Well, about anything. He's, a, he's but, a fascinating yeah. and and just really well uh, spoken. I was just really impressed with his ability to talk. Yeah. As compared to my ability to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom really is a national, he's a, you know, nationwide respected leader in um, youth services and getting children engaged, young people engaged with reading. And so it will be fascinating to hear what yeah. he has to say about summer reading. So I sat down with a long interview, a long interview with him that I've only been able to use a portion of, maybe mm -hmm. half of in this show. And I also sat down for an interview with Tammy LaPlante, who Yay. is one of the favorites around here and our um, our children's services manager. Coordinator. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can, we're real big on titles around I here. <laughs> I know. She's just Tammy, but she does so much. And yeah. the bittersweet part of this is that Tammy is retiring. By the time this episode gets to air... Tammy will be retiring and yeah. looking forward to a lot of fun with her husband, Don, traveling around, visiting with her yeah, grandkids. Yeah, we can't wait to hear about her adventure. She worked for WCLS for, is it 27 years? 27 years. That's incredible. And I know so many of the people um, listening to this, you may have seen Tammy, um, you know, at schools or school events or programs. Your children may know her. You may know her from when you were a child and she came out to your school. So, yeah, she's made so many amazing contributions to the library system and to, to readers here in Whatcom County. She's been a cornerstone of the library system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she grew up in Whatcom County and, and went to the libraries. She went to, uh, she, she started out going to the uh, Mountain View 
Library, which oh, doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, that was what one one of the original branches, right? Yeah, uh-huh, I remember I ha- that. I have yeah. an interview of her from that I did last year that I'd like to bring out at some point where she talks about Mountain View and how it was um, it was installed in half of a building where the other half was condemned. I remember watching that. That was for yeah. the seventy fifth anniversary. That's yeah, right. you've That's been right. grabbing and gathering stories for a while now. Oh, I just like talking to people. <laughs> yeah. I like listening to people. I don't yeah. talk so well, but I listen pretty good. <laughs> anyway, so the the thing you got to know about this podcast is we're we're interviewing Tom and we're interviewing Tammy both about summer mm-hmm. reading, and at one point. They're talking about the same thing, so I just kind of patched them in together. Jump back as if as if we were all in the same room having a conversation, it's right? As yeah. if they were interrupting each other right. to, <laughs> to tell the true story. The other thing to uh, watch for at the end of this episode, um, we're going to introduce to you our newest uh, branch manager. For, oh yeah, yeah. So so North Fork has a new branch manager. Her name's Katrina Buckman, and she's a local, so we spent a few minutes chatting with her, and, and we're going to introduce her. At yeah, and by local, that. you mean, like, she lives out there in Kendall. She you lives know? in yeah. Kendall, yeah. So she really knows that community, and we're so fortunate to have her come to work for the Whatcom County Library System and at North Fork, where she is a library patron, a regular, she and her mm-hmm. family, right? Yeah. Um, and so great for her to bring not only her personal love of libraries and her experience coming to the North Fork Library, which is there in Kendall on the Mount Baker Highway at the roundabout, um, but also for the incredible professional background that she has too, coming from Western Washington University. And I'm sure you'll get into a bit of that in the interview. So I'm excited that people will get to meet her through this podcast. Yeah, it'll be great. So stay tuned. Don't abandon this episode midway. Or well, you'll who, miss would, me. Do that? who, who would, would do that? Who would do that? With the yeah. scintillating conversations that we're having. <laughs> so every, like, every week, my job's on the line. I have to produce a good podcast or <laughs> I'm out of here. It's really not going to come to that. But, um, <laughs> but we do hope that people are listening and that they're telling their friends and family about it and, um, and subscribing and subscribing please that would be that would be great and you know we're having some fun and Neil's you know doing an, a wonderful job of gathering stories but as you listen um, as people are listening we hope that what they're hearing is how county libraries can help you um, or maybe someone in your life you know could really benefit from the services that we offer yes there are fun and wonderful and joyous things happening at the library and there are also important things that really can help our community to grow um, together or you know for individuals to get the support that they need however that may look for you so stay tuned and listen not only for the joy but also for the the benefit um, and the services that we are so grateful to be able to offer to our community I did want to say one thing, though. Yeah. Um, talking about summer reading, Tammy LaPlante, who, yeah. who I'm interviewing in here, as I said, she grew up in Whatcom County and went mm-hmm. to the library. We have copies of her summer reading lists from when she was a child. Oh, my gosh. And I might be able to throw them up on the, oh. the website at wcls.org slash podcast. So, Oh, you have to do that. Oh, I'm definitely going to go there and see what young Tammy was reading. Yeah, it's yeah. really pretty fascinating. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, well, I'll look for that. And I will can't wait to hear this completed podcast. So thanks, Neil. Thanks for all oh, you're doing. Thank you for letting me. And, yeah. and I hope everybody's enjoying this. And if not, let me know. WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories. 
a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, Online Experience Coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System. And today... Welcome. Thank you. We're talking with Tom Barthelmus. And Tom is... I'm so excited to be with you. Excited to be with us. And also his position and is... I am also the Youth Services Manager here at the Whatcom County Library System. How long have you been working here? I started here in 2016, so just over five years. Okay, and you've been doing, you've been managing the summer reading program for that long? Well, yeah, I have been leading the team of people who run the summer reading program. My job is really in large part to get out of the way, but yes, I have been involved with the summer reading program since I began here. And it's evolved a lot in the in five years. Well, it has, and it will continue to, which I think is one of the things we get to talk about today. But yes, um, some reading program gets better and better. Well, that's that's good to hear. And you that's have a, good to say. <laughs> you have a, a a big team helping you here. We have. I not only are they big, but they are magnificent. Tell me about. Tell me first the official start of summer reading. Well, summer reading simply now goes from the beginning of June till the end of August. So. That's just June the 1st, August 30th, and all the days in between. What is going to happen this year? Well, what's going to happen, I think, largely is people are going to read a whole bunch and love what they read. And then we'll have some um, activity engagement surrounding that that will make it even more exciting and gratifying. All right. And why is that important, that you have some activities surrounding reading? Well, the job of a youth services librarian in its heart, at least according to me, and because I'm the youth services manager in some ways I get to pick, is to inspire a love of reading. Um, That's what I want to do every day I come to work, and I hope that young people will discover that reading is one of the most wonderful activities that they can undertake. And what's special about summer is that young people are not in school which means both that they have abundant free time and means that they are not subject to other people controlling what and how they read. So our summer reading program is really built on the idea that we want kids to discover a joy of reading and for them to come to understand that reading belongs to them, that it isn't doesn't belong to the adults in their lives who parse it out and determine whether or not it's valuable. It's theirs. They get to be in charge of and own their own reading. So our summer reading program is really built on that idea. And the, to your question, the activities that we have in support of the summer reading program are all designed to sort of take the heart of reading and expand it so that young people have even more opportunities to dip into the world of reading and make it their own. Okay. And we're talking, we're not just talking about fifth and sixth graders or preschoolers or teens. We're talking about everybody. No, we're talking everybody in the world. And for our conversational purposes, everybody in Whatcom County is welcome to participate. Welcome to and encouraged to participate in the summer reading program. Um, And this year, more than ever, it's set up so that 
Um, because it belongs to you, you can do as much of it as you want, however you want to. And indeed, the more creativity you bring to the process, the bigger the experience for all of us. And that's kind of, I mean, that kind of brings to mind what we were talking about it evolving because a few years ago, you might have seen bingo cards that um, kids and adults could use to to check off particular books that they had read or particular types of books. But that has evolved, right? That's true. Um, so this year we are using, again, a card that any participant can use to sort of track and... Um, track of, which is tracking their reading, um, but it is not set up with a beginning point and an end point, and it is not set up with any kind of external or extrinsic rules. So there's no certain amount that you need to do, there's no goal that you need to meet, there's no minimum, there's no maximum, nor is there any particular kind of reading. So as we put it together, we had a a really intentional conversation about a spectrum sort of with lots and lots of organization and structure on one end and complete freedom on the other, recognizing that some people really would like a little bit of direction. Other people appreciate some freedom. So what we hope is that we've set something up that meets everybody's needs. So the card itself just has lots and lots of opportunities for people to read and record their reading in whatever way they want to. And then we will have on our summer reading website lots and lots of more directional and organized instruction for people who would like a little support or help or challenge as they um, approach their reading for the summer. I like a little a little challenge, like external challenge yeah. when I read. I Many think. people do. Yeah, but some people just want to read. Some people just want to read. And again, we're, where youth... Where young people are concerned, we're particularly um, thoughtful about the fact that so often in school, their experiences come steeped in rules. That the book they read is chosen by somebody else, and the schedule with which they read it is chosen by somebody else, and what they understand about it is evaluated and determined by somebody else. And... We want the program to exist with a minimum of that kind of control because we want young people to know that it's theirs, that reading, ultimately reading is yours. You don't go to a cocktail party and meet someone and talk about how many minutes you read yesterday or what you got on your test. The way we engage with books as adults has to do with the way those books speak to us, how they help us see the world in a bigger way how they help us understand our place in that world or what other people's experiences may have been like. And we get there because we get to think about what we want to think about as we read. People aren't telling us what's the important part or when we have to read it. Um, so the point of the public library and the youth services team is to help kids arrive at those same places where they really can embrace reading on their own and we want a summer reading program set up to support that and we want to make it fun and have the challenges too if and where people want them but again you get to pick if you want to go to the website 
and pick a list of a certain kind of book and just read those this summer, more power to you. That's great. But we don't want anyone to feel as though they have to. Okay. They just, you just, it's reading for, for reading's sake. It's reading for reading's sake. And what better sake is there really? I ask you. Well, yeah. And I'm sitting with Tammy LaPlante. And Tammy, what's your title here? My title is Children's Services Coordinator. And this office here, pre-COVID, it used to be um, full of people all it the time. It did, yes. Yes, there were five of us in here. Five of, and the, and the, and the, uh, the thing that you all had in common, besides loving kids and loving books, is your names all started with T. <laughs> That's right, Neil. So. Our names all start with T. So it's a, yeah, a prerequisite for working in this office. Your name <laughs> has to start with a T. I'll never get in. <laughs> but we, we didn't come here to talk about, about Tom and Teresa and Tessa and Tammy and, and Tamar. We came to talk about summer reading. We did. So tell me what's going on in this this summer reading season that's oh coming up. Oh my gosh, Neil, so much. Um, so for kids, we have a lot of different things planned. We have, I'll start with kind of the, the most basic. So we have come up with some scavenger hunts for kids to pick up in the library. They'll be printed on a double-sided bookmark-shaped um, cardstock. And on one side, we'll have the scavenger hunt. And on the other side will be some early learning prompts for the preschoolers. So every week, we'll have a new one you can take home. Some of them will take you outside to look for things, and some will keep you in your home looking for things there. We also have some craft kits. So we've been doing that for the last several months, giving out some craft kits for kids to pick up that they can just, you know, they're pretty open-ended. Whatever you want to make with the materials is good with us. Um, but for the summer, we're adding a little bit more to that. So we will have a themed craft each month for June, July, and August. And each craft will be associated with a book. And some of them are award-winning because we're um, really trying to honor the anniversary of the Pirabelle Prey Award that's happening this year. So the very first one that we have for June is Drum Dream Girl. And you'll be making a dream drum. And then on the third Saturday of the month at 2 o'clock... We're having an online event where a few different things can happen. You can show up with your craft kit completely intact, having done nothing with it, and work with a group online to make something out of that. We'll give you some extra ideas. So there are already some ideas in the kit, but we'll give you some extra bonus ideas that won't be inside of that kit if you come to the event. Or if you prefer, you can go ahead, get your kit, make whatever you want with it. Come and show us what you created. We would love to see it. So it can be kind of like a little show and tell time. And at the beginning of each of these events, we will read the book that is associated with the craft. Wow. 
So yeah, so we have some great ones for July and August too. I won't give those away, but... Um, <laughs> All right, I, got, I just have so many questions here now. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a kid somewhere between the ages of zero and, you know, 13, 59, something. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to turn me down as a 59-year-old if I walk in of and say, not. I want one of these bookmarks that has... It has a scavenger hunt, scavenger hunt on it. Absolutely. And, and I could do a scavenger hunt in my house, but what kind of things would I be looking? I mean, give just give me some examples. You don't have to okay. say the real ones. Cause... Um, well, for example, okay, maybe you would find something if you're outside that can hold water. Something that could hold Find water. Find something that can hold water. All right. So I'm, I'm visualizing being in my yard. And there is, we have this clay, not clay, but, but concrete, almost pair of hands that hold, that like is cupping, like it's holding water, Uh huh. except it won't hold water because it's got a little <laughs> crack in it. So it's leaking through. <laughs> so that won't work. Nope. That won't work, Neil. It's got to hold water. So I'm just looking in my yard here to see what I have here in my mind. I mean, we're not really in my yard. And... What do I have? I mean, sometimes we put a cat dish out with water in it. Well, that would hold water. But yeah. it isn't out there right now, so Uh-oh. I can't use that. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> I mean, it, that's like probably one of the simplest things to do. But I'm looking around. Maybe what if I had a rock that had kind of an indentation in it and it, that, that would, would hold water? Okay. That would work. Absolutely. It. it could even be like a really big leaf. Oh, right? yeah. That you could cup in your hand and yeah. hold, that would hold water. What if I just cupped my hand? Would that count sure if, would. if I was in my yard? It would. Okay. So you can get really creative with that and All do right. it in, in, yeah, lots of different ways. Okay. So I'm ready for the scavenger hunt. Okay. Then. I got my mind in the, <laughs> in the right zone. Oh, yeah, we talked about the scavenger hunts. We talked about the craft kits um, and the corresponding online event. And then the teens are having a couple of ongoing events, I know as well, online that they've been doing. And then they have plans for a craft kit as well that will be going out just for teens. There are a couple things that we're doing for the tween age kids that we want to keep going because we feel like we have a nice group of kids who really are um, feeling like this is something they want to keep doing. They've created a little community. And so they're called Book It and Mindfulness in Motion. And they each happen every other week. So Book It is much like what it sounds like. You come every week and you talk about what you're reading. We also give away some books during that um, event to kids. We get these advanced reader copies from publishers. And so we have boxes of those. So we use that opportunity to give those away to kids who come to that event. So, um, And so this is an online event? This is an online event. Yeah. So we make arrangements for them to pick up their arcs, as we call them. But mostly it's just a group of kids getting together to talk about what they're reading. And it's really a lot of fun. 
and they've gotten to know each other and our staff who run it. And it's, it's a wonderful thing. So we're keeping that going through the end of July. So it's an online video conference. It type is. Thing. It's through Zoom. Through, using yes, Zoom. Yes, okay. using Zoom. There are probably a lot of kids who are really familiar with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is Mindfulness in Motion. Um, and we're doing all kinds of mindfulness activities, like um, just things that kind of center you, things that maybe sometimes we even incorporate a little bit of martial arts in there. Really? Um, just all kinds of things that are um, help create a healthy mind and body. And so we have a nice little group of kids doing that one too. And okay. so we're going to keep that one going as well through the end of July. And that's also online. That's also online. But it sounds like Zoom. it's a lot more physical, a lot more. It can be. It has a little bit of, of both things happening. Yeah. yeah. And then I saved the biggest um, project that we've taken on for last for kids. But one of the last things that we're so excited about doing is a story walk. Let's just interrupt Tammy for a minute to see what Tom Barthelmas has to say about story walks. Yeah, story walks are super cool. Story walks are um, a physical installation, either on the grounds of a library or perhaps in shop windows in town, there are going to be different sort of iterations of our story walks, but it takes the contents of a storybook, a picture book, and spreads it out as an installation. So we buy the books. We actually, oh, this hurts so bad to say it, but we cut them up. What? Yeah, I know. It's, we do. <laughs> now, wait a minute. We... <laughs> you're, you're buying books. And then you're, you're slicing out the pages? We're slicing out the pages. We are. And we're laminating them and we're putting them on some lawn signs. They might be on um, placards or signs in a garden. They could be in shop windows or in the windows of a library. So a family can move through the story walk and see different pages of the book at different places and share the story together and be with the story out of doors, which is a different way of experiencing story and play with pace um, and the amount of time it takes to get from page to page um, and direction and sequence, which page comes next, how do we get there, um, sort of pull apart some of the elements of story and let people recreate them themselves without needing to be in the same place at the same time. So each of our libraries will have a story walk. There will also be one for the bookmobile. We'll have one at the future Birch Bay Library site. Each story walk at each place will be different. So a thing that people can and we hope will do is to go all across Whatcom County this summer and experience all of the story walks. So that's what we're doing. We're creating a set for every library. And we really took some time while deciding which titles we would use. So they're, most of them, you know, are award-winning. They're just particularly wonderful for this kind of event in some way. Like we 
really tried to look for ones that had as few words as possible. Mm -hmm. So not a lot of text, just a lot of images that really might get families um, telling their own story. Now, wait a minute. Let me back you up here a minute. So you're taking these books, you're cutting out the pages. (laughs) Yes. You're laminating them. So they're, they're, they're safe outside. Yep. Sticking them on a sign. Yep. Sticking the sign in the yard of the library? Yeah. My plan is to take my grandkids to every single library this summer so that they can experience all the different ones because each library will have a different one. So um, it's worth making the effort to go. So each library has a different story. Each library has a different story. One of the things I get to do as part of my job is share books with really young children. And typically that's been in the context of story time. And it never, ever, ever ceases to amaze me. And I think many of my colleagues, what young people see in the books that we share that we can't see as adults Mm -hmm. because our thinking has become organized in a way that theirs hasn't (laughs) yet. Um, And my sense is that removing the story from the physical book is going to be one more opportunity for young people to insert themselves into the experience and share their own sort of really open-ended and fantastical experiences with us as they do it in ways that, again, are going to be hard to predict, but especially rich because we're entrusting the young people, the kids themselves, um, to make the magic. That's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing that now because traditionally, typically, when you're reading a story with a child, you're sitting in one place with a physical book in your hand, turning pages. Nothing, everything happens in sequence. And this seems like it could be a free-for-all. It you probably could, will be. I hope it will be start, in some cases. Start at, one, at page one and run up to page 12 and then... Come back to page seven and they aren't even pages anymore. They're just destinations. That could be, that could be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I'm glad. What are we, what am I missing about summer reading that we haven't talked about yet? We are planning. um, One of the hallmarks of summer reading has been um, sharing books with young people that they can keep. Um, Ah. One of the things that um, we know through research is that owning a book has its own particular value and merit. And while the library is really built on the idea of sharing books, we also recognize um, that there is a place for owning books. And for the past couple years, a young person's opportunity to choose a book to keep has been a big part of our summer reading program. And we are super grateful to the Whatcom County Library Foundation and all the friends groups of our libraries who have supported us in that effort. And this year, we hope to have a big um, single day where young people of any age can come to the library and pick out a book that they can keep forever. This feels like a way that we can... um, meet the goal, which is to get 
books into the hands of young people who want and need them and still be responsible citizens and be an institution that we can all be proud of belonging to. Well, that's, that's great. Thank you for that. Sure. Thank you. Okay. I'm here with Katrina Buckman, who is our new North Fork branch manager. Hi, Katrina. Hi, Neil. Thanks for having me here. You're starting out fresh this week. Yeah, I've started my training. I'll be in for two weeks of training and then I um, begin actually at the branch on June 10th. Well, that's exciting. So tell me a little about yourself. Well, um, I am coming from Western Washington University. I was there for about eight years. Um, I have been in the North Fork community uh, in the Kendall, Maple Falls area. Um, for the past eight years also, and a, a proud patron of the North Fork Library. Um, I have two children. They have been to the North Fork many times, have met their best friends there, took some of their first steps there. So uh, I have a lot really? of fond memories in, in the space. Um, and then, uh, yeah, a, a little about me. I uh, I studied behavioral neuroscience at American University in Washington, D.C., and I uh, got my master's in that um, and have since been working mostly in uh, education and uh, m mainly higher ed, but also some uh, K-12. Um, and I'm really passionate about learning, about making connections. Um, and when I'm not working, I'm um, spending time with my kids, hiking and biking and skiing, downhill so, skiing and cross country. Just the whole Whatcom County experience. <laughs> Pretty much. Libraries I check, check and all the boxes. Woods and and water and snow. <laughs> yes. You yes, got them all. Yes. And you probably already know a lot of your patrons, even without having worked in the library. Yeah, I'm really lucky to know a lot of the folks who work in the North Fork already. Um, you know, and have had some really great experiences um, just communicating, chatting with them. They're really great group of folks. And yeah, the community out there is pretty strong. And I, I do know a lot of the patrons, uh, a lot of my friends and um, yeah, community members use, use the North Fork Library a lot, not just for books, but for internet and um, play times and social times as well. Yeah. So it's All right, Any, anything else that you wanna put out there to the to the world here oh you know i i'm really <laughs> excited about this opportunity i i love that i am taking this the, these next steps in in my career and that it, it's leading me closer to the community i look forward to working with partners in the community and um, the patrons to make sure that everyone's getting the resources that they need and connecting to the information and the people and the materials that are going to help them to do the next things in their own lives. So I'm just really thrilled to be here. I can't tell you how excited I am. All right. Spoken like a true librarian. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Katrina. And you folks at home, get out to North Fork. Summertime is the great time to go out there and say hi to Katrina. Just stop by and say hi. Thanks, Neil. Well, we've come to the end of another episode of WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast 
And if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends. They can find us on most major podcast platforms or on wcls.org slash podcast. I'd like to thank our guests today, Tom Barthelmus, Tammy LaPlante, and Katrina Buckman. Be sure to check out all the summer reading happenings on our website at wcls.org and our Explorations magazine mailed out to Whatcom County households. Or visit one or all of our 10 branches throughout Whatcom County and check out their story walks. And if you find yourself in East County, stop by the North Fork Library and welcome Katrina. Until next time, this is Neil McKay for the Whatcom County Library System.